taking control of my happiness. I just spent the last four years of my life trying to recapture my happiness and education. And guess what? It worked. I can honestly say that I am as happy now as I was when I entered the profession. But man, has it been a journey. I gave up being a personal trainer for a millionaire to become a teacher. In my early 20s, I lived a jet-setting lifestyle, flying all over the world and living in the richest areas and eating the best food. However, it was not fulfilling enough. I knew I wanted to have a greater impact, a life of greater meaning. So when I entered the profession, I was pumped and ready to go. I loved everything about teaching. I especially loved learning about the students. I loved how every day was different. I loved the challenge. I loved it all. Fast forward 11 years and I was frustrated and ready to try something new. I was actually pursuing a job outside of the profession and ready to pack it all in. I was one signature away from it being official and I couldn't do it. I knew this was my calling and I decided to reevaluate. I want to be clear that my love for my students never changed. They were amazing year after year and I truly enjoyed being part of their lives. What changed was the way that I began to see the profession. My focus began to shift away from what brought me joy to the aspects of the profession that frustrated me. I became increasingly negative and toxic. I began to look for faults in the system and in other educators. I deeply regret my actions during this period in my career. However, I do not regret going through it. For in this valley, I learned lessons that have reshaped my career and led me to a more sustainable level of happiness in all aspects of my life. Although these were tough times in my career, I am extremely grateful for them. A pivotal moment in my journey occurred while reading Happiness Advantage by Sean Acor. He quoted a study that said our external circumstances predict about only 10% of our happiness. Based on my experiences at that time, that number seemed extremely low. I looked up the rest of the study and it said 50% of happiness was determined by genetics and 40% was determined by stuff we control. Surely all of the negative stuff I was focused on was valued more than 10%. Turns out it was not. My greatest revelations always occur in the shower for some reason. This one was a game changer. With that stat in my head, I began to think about why others on my team were not reacting the way that I was to some of the decisions that were being made, which set me off. They were not threatening to quit their jobs and spreading a level of toxicity that I was. Then I got it. It was not the circumstances that made me so unhappy. It was every decision I made after that, which put me into a negative space. This was the moment I realized that I could be in control of my happiness again. My first step was to take an honest look at the situation and self-reflect on my actions. I needed to own the decisions I was making that were taking away from my love of teaching. It became evident to me that I needed to make changes to both my mindset and behaviors. In Before Happiness by Sean Aker, he said that happy and successful people can create multiple realities of the same situation and choose the one that has the most positive outcome. I never saw reality as subjective until this day. I learned that we can create our own reality by selecting what we focus on. It was at that moment that I decided to create a reality that would help me reconnect to my love of teaching. I shifted my focus back to students, my amazing team, learning, and helping others. The more I focused on this, the less I ruminated on the negative aspects that I was fixated on before. I loved the way that this felt. I had more energy and work was becoming fun again. The idea of being happier became not only a goal, but a passion. I started reading about positive psychology, writing down my thoughts, and engaging in conversations with teachers who were well into their careers and still very happy. Eventually, I wanted to share what I was learning with all that would listen. Whether it was over a drink, running a workshop, or keynoting a conference, I just wanted other educators to know that they have more control over their happiness than they might realize. 
To amplify my message, I recently published a book called Strive for Happiness and Education with Edumatch. Writing this book was the best form of self-therapy I could have invested my time into. It helped me engage deeply in this area of study for three years. I lived each chapter and learned so much about myself. Even though this book is published now, I do not want this journey to end. That is why I've committed to a continuation of learning and reflection through blogging. I hope you join me on this journey through my blog, MotivatedYou.com. I hope we can connect, learn together, and help other educators find the happiness and education that they deserve.